With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. He goes down the line. 40 seconds remaining. Up they fly. If they go inside 50, they've just about got it. Over the hand of Boyd. Boyd to Stringer. Stringer can go all the way. He kicks to the middle. And Dixon marks. I think the dogs are going to get there now. I've been wanting to say this for as long as I can remember. The Bulldogs go through to a grand final. Can you believe it? The siren will sound. A 55-year drought ending. The Dogs are in the grand final. Wow. What about that? What about that indeed? Uh, Giant stadium, over 20,000 people as we get set for Saturday night's prelim between Port Adelaide and the Western Bulldogs. We cast our minds back to the last time the Doggies were in a prelim and it just happens to be one of the greatest, if not the greatest prelim we've seen, certainly in the modern era and maybe even of all time. The lead never got out over 14 points in this game. It seesawed, it had swings and roundabouts. That was the game that my mind went to when I was watching the Dogs and the Lions last week in terms of just how pulsating and exciting and thrilling a finish that was. And a man that played a pivotal role in that, that will go down as one of the great Doggies finals performances of all time. 26 disposals, four first half goals, eight tackles, mind you. Got his hands dirty, a goal assist, eight score involvement, six clearances, Two tackles inside Ford 50 and four inside 50s. Clay O'Donoghue-Smith's been good enough to jump on the line to relive a bit of that, mate. I can only imagine the shivers that go down your spine when you hear that again. Yeah, it is always good memories, that's for sure, mate. Um, I was actually sitting on my lunch break at work today and the last two minutes of that game popped up on Facebook and I watched it and I get goosebumps every single time. What stands out for you in the last 10 minutes? What are the moments that you see and go, oh, look at that? Um, the game, I've, I've said it a few times, but that, that game was a fair bit of a blur for me. Um, I probably, it wasn't until I've only just recently, uh, a year and a bit ago, probably watched it back. But just with all the stuff that went on um, the, the week leading up to it um, with my mate and that passing away and, mm. Uh, I, I was a bit of oh, spaced out in the head a little bit leading up and that game was probably an escape for me in a way where I could just go out and do something I loved that I um, would focus on something else and um, so I, I actually enjoyed being out there and I knew he would want me to be out there at that time and um, after the game I probably didn't celebrate as much as what all the other boys did and um, it wasn't until later on and looking back that I realised the impact that I had and, and the influence but um, I wouldn't have got there without my 21 other teammates on a day and the club as a whole but um, yeah, it's definitely fond memories for me looking back now 
do you, when you do look back, and obviously, as you say, that was a blur for every emotion that you were experiencing and the heartache that you had been going through in that week. When you look back and re-watch that moment or that game, does it does it sort of even surprise you a little bit about just how well you played? I mean, it the numbers are one thing, but to watch it as well and to watch your influence over the game um, is another thing altogether. But 140 ranking points, I mean, statistically, with any lens you look at this through, it is an all-time great finals performance from a, a midfield forward. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, it's, oh, it's, it's funny, I don't think too many blokes know their stats and that during the game, but I definitely knew I'd kick four in the first half. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't really forget the goals, but, um, yeah, like, obviously... You're just out there in the moment and the touches and the tackles and all that um, are just part and parcel of what I had to bring in the game. That was my role of being a pressure player and an aggressive um, tackler and it's the side of the game that I loved. And um, So that was just what I, I brought to the team and, and part of my role for the team. But yeah, you don't probably notice your stats so much until you finish the game um, and then people tell you how good you were. Clay, I reckon one of the things that has always amazed me about that game is that Giants go in one point up. And really, from a historic point of view, they really had nothing to lose in terms of the fact that there are newer franchises. We know you guys had the weight of expectation and history sort of coming with you as you'd built this incredible run, finishing seventh and, 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 and the run that you went on. And in this moment where Bulldogs fans start to think, is this the year? Could this finally be happening? The, the last quarter, they got the first couple through Lobb and Green. Then Dixon gets the reply. Three behinds to the dogs. So you think, oh, no, are we tightening up? Are we going to throw this away? But then Bont gets one. Cordy gets one. Patton gets the quick response. And then it was actually the Giants that tightened up and kicked behinds. And then, you know, McRae gets that clutch set shot. And you got a one-goal lead. And Dev Smith... When he pulled the trigger going inside 50, despite having some options, it, it just sort of seemed like they'd been the ones that had let the moment get the better of them. Did, could you, maybe you couldn't feel it at the time, but do you get that sense watching it back? Um, oh my, it, it's so hard. Like, obviously, and even watching games now, when, you, when you're looking at it on the big screen and, and you see an option that someone maybe should have taken, um, when, it, when it is those, last few minutes of game of a game and it's frantic and and you're buggered like you're not thinking as clearly as you were at the start like um things do get a bit erratic and and you're probably not thinking as clearly that's where the absolute stars probably stand out like your Marcus Bontempelli's and Jacko and Gray and boys like that the boys who can just they take the heat off themselves and and at the same time take the heat off the team and and that's that's your leader Bob Murphy when he was playing during the year and and players like that, that that doesn't matter the time or the game or the moment, they can they can always sort of slow it down a little bit. Um, so it is, it's it's just well, you train for it and and you try and make sure you're ready for it. But that that sort of game like that, when you're looking at that, that is that was one of the highest pressure games, fast games, like thrilling to watch, thrilling to be in, and um, at times it can be hard to make the right decision and. And when you do look back or you watch it back on tape, you can get crucified for some things. But um, you, you, no one goes out there deliberately uh, to do the wrong thing. And you never hold anyone against um, actions. But 
Um, there is always key elements and key times in games that, that um, end up setting up a win and uh, we probably just made the most of our chances and, and won those key crucial contests at the right time. I think something that's a bit unheralded in this, and I'd love to get your thoughts on who you think might be an unsung hero from that game, but Jake Stringer, that last package that we rolled, the last moments, when he runs inside to the right forward pocket, now well within his rights to try and ice the game, kick the goal and take the shot, but in doing so, if he had a missed, it gives him about 25 seconds to, 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 to get the ball down the other end. And even if he kicks it, the ball goes back to the middle and there's plenty of time for them to get the clearance. Out of the corner of his eye, he sees Tory Dixon and says, no, no, that's the better option because if he marks it, he gets to wind the clock back and we're home. I, I thought that was such a, 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 an incredible decision to be made by a guy that you might not expect to make it that in the end was so clutch. Yeah, and, and it's things like that. Like, obviously, he's... He's a freak of a player and he kicks some amazing goals, but he knows that he, he is part of a, of a team and, and a structure and, um, and and there's times, and that just showed his leadership and growth as a player, that it's a tight angle and it's there's a player open and it's for the better of the team. And I think that's what made us so good that year. Everyone played for each other. Mm. Um, we weren't a team of superstars. We were just a superstar team. Like We had players... Um, that played their roles that weren't big name players or anything like that but we all knew what we had to do and we accepted that's what what helped the team and and that's what made us so good the trust and belief that we had as a group was like nothing I've ever been a part of before that first final in West Coast um, I still remember just walking around the room before the game and the feeling like I knew we were going to go well Um, and and that just set us off on a path that week and uh, doing what we did to them. And then it just, look, it felt like we were invincible after that. We just, we knew if we played how we wanted to and brought the heat and um, that we were going to be hard to beat. And it's a scary thing when you've got that much confidence and belief in each other, not just yourself. So, Clay, we're five years on. It's the first prelim that the Dogs have been able to get back to, which at the time we thought, geez, could this be a dynasty building? It hasn't panned out that way, and there's been a couple of um, false starts from finals lost over the last couple of years. Um, there's enough of that group that played back in 2016 to, to have this experience, and it looks like they're doing it the hard way again. They finish outside the four. Do you see enough to think this has got, from the outside looking in now, but maybe with the guys you speak to, do you see enough to think, I get that same feeling as you got from that first final against West Coast? Um, it's always hard. It's, it's a different group. Um, obviously not being inside the inner sanctum of the group and the feeling, but from an outsider looking in, you can definitely see the love and, and respect that the team has for each other. And uh, to be honest, I think we have a better list and, and probably um, they're at a better age now for, for that premiership to we probably wanted out of turn and, as a young side, and I think the boys that you got, like Liver and Jacko and Bailey Smith and all those sort of boys, um, Bonte and Bailey Dale, Caleb, them boys are in their prime now and um, at their, their best capabilities. And, and so they're probably in a, in a better stage now to, to go for the flag. And um, you add the young boys and the excitement around it. And then Nort's up forward and obviously losing Bruce. Bruce was a massive loss, but the effect that he's had and 
um, being able to bring Jamara in. And um, so, yeah, you always do. You, you get those feelings and um, linkings between 216 and now. And um, I guess you can't really compare it. It's always different, but um, it's exciting. Um, I remember last week uh, watching the game, I, I couldn't sit still. I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> shut up. Um, I kept getting text messages off my partner telling me to shut up and I was loud. And, uh, but just, like, I, I still love that club and like, they're still brothers to me, the boys that I played with. And um, So I still got a lot of feeling watching them boys and it, it's exciting for me still being on the sideline watching it. Oh, that's beautiful, mate. Um, what's the key, do you think, uh, to get over Port from what you've seen? Um, what's the, the most critical area that the dogs need to get right to get into another granny? Um... Oh, it's against Port Adelaide. It's a midfield battle. Um, uh, they got they got a great team. Uh, to get to to a prelim final, you have to be a great team, and um, they got some superstars: Ollie Wines, Travis Boak. Um, obviously, they're forwards. They got some good backs. So, I think I think it's. I read a stat today that they haven't lost a game when they've won contested footy at Port Adelaide, and it's something that we're really good at. And uh, we give ourselves half a chance for a shoot, obviously with. Um, uh, Ruck's not been as dominant as what they were early in the year. and I don't know if they bring Steph Martin in or not, but we've just got to compete in there. And then once the ball does hit the deck and, and get that footy going forward, because once um, we get forward, we're pretty dangerous. So uh, it, it's going to be another great game to watch. Oh, I think you're 100% right. Now, mate, before we let you go, um, I always know that whenever we've chatted to you, a lot of the doggies faithful want to know, uh, what you're doing and what your involvement with footy is. The last time we spoke to you, Williamstown CYs in the VAFA. Uh, and where does the coaching journey take you next? So, um, yeah, I, I had a great year down there. Obviously, I wasn't um, uh, looking to start anything probably at the start of the year. I was, I was sort of more looking to maybe just get down and f- feel it out and get my feet in the water a little bit just to get a feel for it and and then I got a message and a phone call asking uh, whether I wanted to be forward or, or midfield coach and uh, sort of got pushed into it a little bit, but it was probably the best thing that ever happened to me. I loved it and loved my time down at, at Willie and Nevaffa and, um, and just recently just signed on with uh, Point Cook in the WRFL as a senior assistant coach. So um, looking forward to that new adventure and when we can finally get out with the boys and start some training and, and see what happens next year. So, yeah, loving the coaching and loving being back around a footy club. Uh, they're already a better team for having you, mate. Do you have higher aspirations coaching-wise or are you just going to see where the path takes? I'll see where it takes me. I definitely want to be a senior coach myself, um, but just get a few years under my belt and learn off a few people and, and um, yeah, just see where it takes me. I don't think I'll ever be an AFL coach. It's a bit too stressful for my liking. Um, but, yeah, no, I'll, just, I'll see where it takes me. I, I'm, I'm absolutely loving being back involved with footy. Clay, love catching up with you, mate. You're always so generous with your time. Thanks for going down memory lane with us. And uh, I hope that it's uh, not as stressful to watch the dogs on Saturday night as it was last week, mate. Enjoy. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.